0: couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl, and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S.bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. When Joey Jeremiah says he'll deliver... He delivers. Yeah, yeah. So would you pay her, or is she hypnotized?
1: Hey, I don't need tricks. What chicks want, I got.
2: Looks, style, and raw
1: animal magnetism.
3: <laughs> so where's
1: my box? Okay, okay.
0: Um, pay me later, okay? No way, man. I pay my debts. You said you'd get a date for tonight, and you got a date. You win, fair and square. You asked me out on a bet, Not exactly.
4: You asked me out on a bet?
3: Caitlin, take it easy.
4: I can't believe this.
0: You've got it all wrong.
4: Yeah, I do. I changed my mind, Mr. Joey Jeremiah. The
0: coax are on you. This is gonna be our best episode yet. I bet you $20. 20 bucks. Oh, I blew it. I blew the joke. I bet you 20 bucks that this is gonna be the best episode. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Hi, everybody. Uh, it's Narbo's and Broomheads, and we are still rolling through season three with episode 10 today, and this is, I think for a lot of people, an all-time classic. It's 20 bucks, and, uh, we're very excited to cover it. Um, if you heard us last week, lots of Melanie in this one, and, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> we're ready to do Dueling Melanies. Uh, I am one of the Dueling Melanies. My real life name is Alan on uh, Twitter. And Instagram. You can follow me at Slip with five a's or Slap.
1: If you were actually a Melanie be Slip with five A's. Slap. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my turn. I am the other uh, dueling Melanie on the show tonight. I am Courtney. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Knobballs uh, <laughs> and Brumhouse Podcast? podcast? <laughs> um, you can also find me at my own account at Courtney1293. Okay.
4: Okay. <laughs> and, uh, I'm Arlo. You can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. And Alan, I will not take that bet because that would indicate that I don't think it's going to be the best episode ever.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. Ooh. Uh, and we have a guest on this week. Uh, someone who has written us and given us some fun facts that we've used on Ooh. previous episodes without any monetary compensation whatsoever for the work you've done. (laughs) I'm assuming as soon as we stop recording, you'll be like, okay, here's my bill.
3: Uh, I require 20 bucks. (laughs) uh,
0: Kevin Watson is joining us on the show. And Kevin, uh, you said you have no social media, but you are from Toronto and you have grown up around the Degrassi area. So please tell us about it.
2: Yeah. So I was born and raised in the beaches. And as a young man, I had a next-door neighbor that seemed to know everybody, and one summer, uh, at one of his house parties, I met a young girl there, and she uh, was introduced to me as Pebbles, so I just knew her as Pebbles throughout the whole summer, and then about six months after I met her, her name turned out to be uh, Kathy uh, Kathy Keenan from Degrassi. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, Yeah, we called her Pebbles. And another friend of his was uh, Vince, Vince Walsh, aka Patrick. So I got to meet both uh, both oh, of them when I was you got oh, I yeah. both really nice. Kathy was really tiny, I'd have been eighteen, nineteen, so should have been about fourteen or fifteen. She was really sweet. She grew up right around Leslie and Queen on Morris Street. I always remember her house. Oh, and Kevin, Patrick.
0: it was nice to meet you. Can I write a song about you? Is yeah. That,
2: well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I sent you a photo actually of the quad today. Yes, you did. And I, I said it unfortunately I didn't get to see Patrick sing sing
0: this <laughs> Spike. There. Yeah. Oh, Spike. Uh, and Kevin, you're my two favorites. I don't know how to do his voice. We, okay. It's really <laughs> unfortunate that we don't have James here for that, and also because this episode is directed by John Bertram, making his oh. return to the director's chair after like like twenty or like fifteen episodes. He's back.
1: Well, he was in rehab, but we all know he's fallen <laughs> off the wagon. So he <laughs> allegedly, allegedly fell off the wagon.
4: I do have to say, Patrick is arguably the uh, the sexiest guy at DeGrassi. Oh no! Yep. Oh, Patrick. Yep.
0: He's such a hunk.
4: <laughs> the Irish accent. Mean <laughs> for me, man. I'm feeling it. this this like one degree of separation that I'm having right now. I'm I'm fan tarting just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: actually yeah, did a lot of stuff he was in that movie 300 as an extra but he was he his IMDB is pretty impressive
0: Ooh. oh really I'll
1: yeah. have to check it out uh,
0: now Kevin you've done a lot of uh, you have a lot of facts and a lot of research on degrassi so having you and Arlo on this show this should be like <laughs> our most factual episode ever and then with me and Courtney it should be the most <laughs> melanie episode ever so uh, so 20 bucks. Well, I, oh.
4: Yeah, I'm sure my my facts are going to take a little bit of a backseat, not being from Toronto. So I really look forward to, um, the nuggets of knowledge that are going to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: nuggets of knowledge.
0: And me and Courtney Shared will bring nuggets today. of other kinds to this <laughs> episode.
4: As per usual. Uh, yep.
0: So 20 bucks originally aired July 30th, 1989. Again, it's episode 10 in season three of Degrassi. And, uh, should note that when we are done this episode, between this DeGrassi High and school's out, if we cover it as a two-parter, we are halfway done. Uh, <gasps> everything. So yeah, crazy.
1: What a ride! It, it aired in
4: 1989. Do we know when this was? Like, this season was filmed. Was it the end of '88 or was it in '89?
0: Well, they started filming. They started airing this season in the fall of '88. So I'm guessing a lot of it was shot in the summer. Okay. But uh, maybe this one was filmed over the Christmas holidays. I don't know.
4: I don't know either, but I was trying to figure out what 20 bucks is with inf- like inflation nowadays. Just... <laughs> All <laughs> that
0: right. That
4: went through my mind as well. So it, it, if, it, if it was 1989 when this was filmed, um, it would be $36.64. Um, if, if we're assuming that it was 1988,
0: then it would be $38.54. Oh, so it we went sp- down?
4: No, no, no. Nineteen eighty-eight was thirty-eight fifty-four. Yeah, and nineteen eighty-nine was thirty-six. Oh yeah,
0: of course it went down. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. All right.
4: Now we know what we're actually talking about when people are talking about twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, so that's what a gourmet scum concert would cost these days—forty bucks. <laughs> actually, with what Ticketmaster, with Ticketmaster, and you add on all the fees, it'd be fucking like one hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, and if the savages were on the bill, even more. The Savages and Gourmet Scum and the Pogues. <laughs> Triple feature. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, this is a classic, I think, all-time classic episode. Before we get into it, uh, and I'll start with you, uh, Kevin. Any thoughts on this one as you were watching it again?
2: Yeah, I love it. I think it's a great episode. It uh, sets up a lot of what's going to happen, uh, you know, leading into Degrassi High. Uh, I just, I think it's a great episode.
0: Courtney Arlo?
1: Yep, hundred percent. It's a great episode. There's lots of different uh, storylines happening during this one, and I like that it really sets up Joey and Caitlin. Um, and obviously, I also like all the Melanie. And this is really like the the most we ever like the most insight we get into her home life as well. So
4: we talk about episodes where you know they're ones where you know you kind of remembered it, but it's not just quintessential DeGrassi episode. And I think probably twenty bucks is is on the list of those quintessential episodes that you re- have remembered all these years.
0: And of like top 5 lines in Degrassi history, uh, like yes. this one's got one of them in it. Yes. <laughs> so, can't wait for oh, that. I know it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I will, I'll let one of you take it. I'm going to be it'll be in it's already you've heard it cuz I it's already in the intro of this episode, trust me. Um, <laughs> sorry. This episode is not trust me. That was last season. This is twenty bucks. <laughs> I'm so confused. So we start the episode off, and I mean, I'm just gonna say this, and then I'm gonna be quiet because either Arlo or Kevin, you can ring the buzzer and tell us about this. <laughs> <laughs> shut, uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie walks into 13 Busy Street. What is this?
2: It is a restaurant on the south or north side of Queen. Uh, it's across from the Playing with Time studio or, uh, building. Believe it or not. And it's oh. only a few doors down from where Joey worked at Shopper's Drug Mart.
0: Ah, there you go. So yeah. thir-
2: It's no longer 13 Busy Street. The,
4: the location is 932 Queen Street East, if you want yeah. to check it out when I you're in Toronto. I love this so much. Um, yes. it, was known, it was known as Doc Coffee until COVID, and apparently has been a victim of COVID.
0: And oh. the owner
4: apparently cleared out in the middle of the night. And oh. there is now a for lease sign as of June. So if you, listeners out there, want to rent this space and <laughs> refurbish it to its former glory as Thirteen Busy Street, it is available. Yeah, it until, is until it becomes a condo. Maybe hundreds small pizza.
0: Small pizza. Yes.
4: They have small pizzas. <laughs> they have what? Really? They have small
1: pizzas. <laughs>
0: What do you want on your pizza? We're referring to Caitlin and Trish talking about the pizzas. And you can order small ones. And what toppings are you going to (laughs) get?
4: Who doesn't have a small pizza?
2: And you notice the song playing in the background? Mm, No. Slime Trail by Gourmet Scum.
4: It is Slime Trail. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And uh, then it goes into uh, an uh, interview by Easy Eddie on CRAZ Radio oh. and uh, it is the lead singer and guitarist of uh, Gourmet Scum and I couldn't quite make out because it's in the background I couldn't quite make out what his name was but I think it's Slime Peterson <laughs> of course, <Gourmet laughs> <Scum. laughs> They're talking about the album
0: uh, Scum Suburb <laughs> Now I have to ask do any of you out there have an official Gourmet Scum toque?
1: Oh. I have a t-shirt
0: I got a gourmet scum toque at last year's Degrassi convention here in Toronto. Cool. So, oh. Uh Kevin, were you at that thing?
2: Uh, no, I wasn't. I uh, wanted to, but I was out of the country.
0: Ah, okay. Then next time when yes. it's, when it's bigger and more DeGrassi'er than ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when, uh, when I was at Carlton and uh, Joey and snake came as part of some sort of like college Degrassi tour, that's where I got a Gourmet Scum t-shirt and they autographed it for me.
0: Mm, nice. Nicely done. Yeah. So yes. as Caitlin and Trish are talking about the pizza, Melanie comes in and she says, "Tada! no more braces. <laughs> and what, what is she, Courtney?
1: Melanie brought it as run out for action. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so her braces are gone. I guess, I mean, those braces wouldn't have been a prop, right? They probably, like, you would have had to have known when they were coming off.
1: I would, yeah, I would imagine that.
0: So good on that. Um,
1: and ready for what action?
0: Well. Like action. You...
4: S- some snake action. <laughs> <What's it? laughs>
0: uh, snake. You're not going to get nah. as injured because I have no breasts if you know it on <laughs> Sam. All right. so, 13 years old. Yeah, so apparently this place <laughs> apparently this place is the new like hangout for everybody because Joey is there with Snake. He walks by and he says hi to Caitlyn and she is frosty with him and Snake just stands there smiling like a dork. <laughs> yep. They walk away and Melanie tells Caitlyn that she should admit that she still likes Joey. And then uh, Diana and who shows up with Diana? Oh, don't
4: remember her name. Oh. Uh, I know. I know her name. I just um, I, I didn't write it down. Both of
0: you it need wasn't... to do more research.
4: No, it's nothing. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I just didn't. I, I didn't pay attention to who they were with. It's oh, Jody.
0: Okay, so Diana and Sorry, Jody I just found
4: a picture of it. I was like, yeah, it's Jody, obviously.
0: <laughs> uh, Melanie Stop. says it's time to celebrate. Cokes and pizza on May. <laughs> <laughs> she puts. She
4: smacks
1: down.
0: Twenty bucks, <laughs> 30,
1: or six eighty four, six <laughs> sixty four. Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get the show opening, and then we are in Radich's class just ending, and Caitlin and Melanie are talking, and Melanie is saying that her parents were pissed, and her mom was pissed that she spent twenty bucks on pizza and coke.
2: Well, it was twenty bucks.
0: Now,
4: I mean, knowing how tight cash is for her mom like i'd be a little bit perturbed myself honestly
0: interestingly enough this is the one episode where like the kids have to scrounge for money at degrassi (laughs) (laughs)
4: yep you know i mean a shocking amount of them have 20 bucks to spare though honestly
0: yeah so diana asks if they're they're gonna go see gourmet scum in the next like the next month and tickets are going on sale in the coming weekend caitlin and melanie hate them and will not be going. And Mel is totally broke.
4: Did anybody notice the announcement in the scene at the beginning of the scene? It's Mr. Lawrence, and he's like, "The music department has asked me to announce our school band now has a position available open for a new tuba player." And this oh.
0: will con- this will continue. There, the joke does not <laughs> yeah. end here. I,
4: I didn't. I didn't get the joke though. I was like, "What?" Like, did they just have an exodus? I don't. I didn't understand it
0: the tuba player um let me think maybe it was rick maybe it was suzy <laughs> 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 stephanie
4: was rick susie guy... and stephanie were the tuba players
0: <laughs> <laughs> it the that sounds like something
2: arthur would play
0: well oh, didn't oh, arthur something. have a tuba wasn't remember because the students no, walk around a trombone. With, yeah the okay. students walk around with their instruments out in the hallways yes. yeah no cases yeah yeah <laughs>
4: So I uh, just had, uh, let our listeners know what we're talking about. So then, you know, there's this conversation with Diana and everybody about gourmet scum, and then they continue the announcement. And Mr. Lauren says that last announcement should have been for three tuba players. Yes. And you're just like, what? Like, what hap- What happened?
0: Yeah, most bands what don't band have three, three tuba. tuba players. Yeah, no.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, so there is a quick comment here uh, as Kathleen walks by. Melanie says hi to Kathleen, and Kathleen says, "Leave her alone." So this is a throwback to the last episode. And Caitlin and Melanie comment that they did not see Kathleen at lunch, so maybe that's when she goes to see counseling or the nurse or whoever.
1: I hope so. I hope it's not because she's just hiding out, not eating.
0: Yes, Uh, Mr. Lawrence. Yeah, announces that they, you know, the three tuba players. Joey is walking the hallway, uh, the halls of DeGrassi, just hitting on women and checking them out. (laughs) He hits on Amy and Allison. He's like, hey oh, ladies, gosh. and they burn him by telling him that they don't talk to 8th graders.
1: And he's like, neither, he. neither, neither, do, neither do I. Uh,
0: but then he's like, we should go get a milkshake with three straws. Oh, <laughs> uh, they walk away. BLT is standing there in his awesome Dan Fouts jersey still. Um, Again, yep. It does not have Dan Fouts's name on it, but it is clearly a Chargers jersey and clearly the number 14. Yeah. Joey says that he's just being selective. Uh, and that, that's why he's not with any of the ladies. And BLT says he's defective.
1: <laughs> Mr. Garbage. <laughs> he,
0: he bets Joey $20 that he can't get a date for Friday. And Joey takes the bet. And they seal the bet with this elaborate handshake that they just know.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, good. Uh, Joey sees Snake and tells him about the bet, and he's like, i got to get a date for, set for Friday night. And Snake reminds Joey that he's supposed to be lining up with him for Gourmet Scum tickets. So all of us are probably at that age where this concept of lining up for tickets was what you had to do. Does somebody uh, – <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's not really a thing anymore. Kevin, did you uh, line up for any shows living in Toronto? You must have had a lot of them.
2: I did. I actually saw Devo at the music hall when I was twelve awesome. years old. Yeah, twelve. So, yeah, my dad knew the owner of the Danforth Music Hall, and he got us in there early, so we got to see Devo and the Sharks opened up for them. Damn,
0: I so saw. We got, the, we
2: got to see them play like uh, warming up. It was awesome. But, I yeah, saw, we had to stand in line.
0: Yeah, I saw a, a, like a conglomerate of like. Uh, Toronto garage rock rock musicians who got together last summer and they did the Are We Not Men, We Are Devo album, like cover to cover. And I was, that was like my proudest Devo moment. So you just totally smashed me to bits.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was cool because we had to stand in line, but the owner came out and grabbed us and brought us in front of everybody. So there's about 400 people in front of us and he brought us right right up to the front line and then five minutes later let us go in ahead of everybody so we were not uh, popular. <laughs> yeah, I would hate
0: you so much. Uh, how about uh Courtney, did you stand in line for any shows?
1: No. I have karma. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Um I think by the time I was allowed to go to concerts um it was all more Online, like
0: you could phone
1: call or whatever. Yeah. I know um when my uh, when a guy I was dating at the time, I think it was a Pearl Jam concert, and he definitely camped out for the night to get tickets. Beautiful. Arlo? I
4: gave him 20 bucks for the ticket. 20 bucks.
0: Arlo, did you line up for shows, or did you just call Select a Seat?
4: Oh, I did uh, line up for... Uh, the only one I can remember actually lining up in person for specifically was D- uh, David Bowie. Of course. Wow. Yeah, of course, obviously. Um, and I think I saw him three times. Um, on the reality tour which was his last tour that happened to be living in Ottawa at the time thankfully so I got to sort of travel around that area and be able to see more shows than I normally would have if I was living on the prairies for example um, so I can't remember what show that one was for it was either Montreal or Ottawa I think that was right on the cusp of when people started to do it online though too
0: so my most I didn't line up for many shows but the most elaborate thing that I did to get tickets actually was with Arlo uh, Woo! uh, SummerSlam 1999, uh, <laughs> SummerSlam. it was in Minneapolis, which is seven hours South of Winnipeg. And there were seven of us in Winnipeg who wanted to go to the show. The show was in August. The tickets went on sale in May. So Arlo and I drove down to Minneapolis and then I went to the mall at six in the morning and waited for tickets and there was no lineup. They ended up doing a lottery system and I oh, got a, fuck. I pulled a very bad number but the people who I'd been chatting with for half an hour pulled numbers one and three. So, wow. So they gave me three and, and I got the tickets and it was Aww. very exciting. So there you go. And then a few, a few years later, I was in Edmonton lining up for tickets for another wrestling show. And then my friend who was in Winnipeg, who was going to go to the show with me, called me and was like, yeah, I just got them online. And from that point on, I just do tickets online. <laughs> Uh, so they're going to line up for gourmet scum tickets. Snake asks if Joey is going to uh, ask Caitlin out as part of his date bet. And Joey says he wishes. And Joey then asks Snake if he can get a ticket for him. So he's like, I can't line up. I'll give you money. You get me a ticket. And Snake says. So is it
4: like, I don't like, I'm not super well versed in lining up for tickets. Obviously I only did it one time in person, but like, that was like early in the morning. Like I got there at like you know, 4 a.m. or something like that. Like, is it normal for, like, a Friday it to be Friday night ticket release?
0: No, I don't think so. It's usually the first thing in the morning. I don't think so either. The part yeah. of me thought, like, did they camp out? Like, did these children all camp out in line for <laughs> tickets on Saturday morning? I, I don't really know, right?
2: Mm. So, I had trouble figuring out the, the timelines. Like, what days they, these were. Like, it, was it over two days? Was it over five days? I couldn't figure that out.
0: Well, everything during this week is leading up to Friday because that's where the tickets are being. Yeah. So I'm assuming this must be Wednesday because later on, Melanie promises to bring money the next day and then she doesn't. So she brings it the day after. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, so they're all yeah, they're all lining up for Friday night. Joey asks Snake if he can get Joey's to pick up a ticket for Joey. And Snake says you can only get two tickets each. And Joey, I mean, you know, he had to repeat grade eight, <laughs> but he can do the math. He's like uh, one, two. and uh, yeah and snake says well i want to bring a friend and there's a little bit of confusion but then melanie starts coming down the stairs and joey tells or snake tells joey to fuck off (laughs) dvd joey joey wants to stay he's like i want to see this but uh (laughs) uh so he
4: wants pointers that's what he wants
0: yes exactly
4: he's been striking out left and right so
0: why do Snake and
4: Melanie
1: always need to meet at the water fountain?
0: Yes, this is where Snake asked Melanie out the last time when they went to see Revenge of the Reptiles. He was yeah. fake drinking from the water fountain. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Arlo or Kevin, do you want to tell us some facts about this water fountain? Or... <laughs> uh, Sorry, oh. I, we brought you on, Kevin, to make fun of you. I'm so nice.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> Didn't you find it strange how he pops up, like he almost like jumps up in her face? It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Is this how he? Is this how he? You know, how he picks up women? I, I just, I've watched this like ten times the last couple of days, and it just <laughs> surprises me how he does this. It's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey
4: there. <laughs> I do That's have a insane. fact about the water fountain. Um, it's uh, actually has a name, and its name is "Fuck Off, Alan." <laughs> <laughs>
0: best water You fountain. totally
4: got me there. I really thought you knew the
0: name. I knew where she was going right away. Uh, so Melanie and Caitlin walk by, but then Caitlin leaves. And uh, so Melanie and Snake are on their own. And Snake asks Melanie if she wants to go to see Gourmet Scum. She says, sure. And then he's like, you know, I only have money for my own ticket. So can you bring money for your ticket? It's 20 bucks. And she says... Uh, She will bring the money tomorrow. And she is so happy, like leans up against the wall. Big, big smile on her face. Yeah.
1: Yep. With her non braces.
0: Oh, that's why he asked her. He's like, ooh, yeah, this will be different. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Amy and Allison walk out of the school talking about how they hate gourmet scum. Liz and Spike. It's
4: a very polarizing band.
0: Yeah, right.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, Liz and Spike are talking about how they're excited to go, of course. Obviously. Huh? Uh, Spike says it's the first time she's going to get to go out since Emma was born. She has saved up some money because Snake has, or Shane has been giving her support. <laughs> I'm going to get them wrong all episode. We,
1: we can never get through one. Yeah. we we'll great.: them up.
0: And as they're chatting, Joey walks up and he asks uh, Liz if she'd like to go out with the coolest dude in the grassy. And as he's asking her, she has licorice. And he takes one of her licorice sticks and twirls it around as he's asking her.
4: <laughs> licorice instead of memory.
0: <laughs> this from the last
4: episode. <laughs> uh,
0: Liz says, who? Because, again, the regular joke when Joey is talking about how cool he is, people are like, who would that be? like yeah Joey comments on her sense of humor and then uh, she says she cannot go because she's lining up for gourmet scum tickets and she says that she thought they were just friends at that point and he's like yeah I forgot and he saunders off <laughs> Uh well, Ke- next one. Kevin I'm assuming that you've also been to the uh, the site of the original DeGrassi Junior High
2: Yeah Daisy Avenue yep I was there a few times Yeah um and then where they actually, where Borden is, that's actually Northern Secondary on Mount Pleasant, north of Eglinton. So that's easy, and that's still open.
0: These schools are all, like, far apart from each other, like, in, in Toronto. Yeah, I mean,
2: from, from Daisy to uh, north, Northern's got to be 25, you know, I say 15, 20 kilometers.
0: I went to the original Degrassi Junior High a couple of years ago, and it was a Saturday, and I kind of, like, walked right up and kind of looked inside and realized that it had been converted to, like, a daycare, basically. And uh felt creepy and left I left very fast.
3: <laughs>
2: it's, it's torn down. There's condos and uh townhomes going up there. Ugh,
0: all Man. over the school. I've yep. I've driven by the Degrassi High uh school. Um what was it Centennial College? Yeah, yeah you can
2: actually go go right in there. I sent you a few photos.
0: Yeah, you saw uh,
2: I just walked right in, just walked out right around. It looks exactly the same. Uh the lockers are exactly the same. Uh the quad looks the same. Like you can just go in there anytime. Nobody will stop you. Yeah,
0: you have the ramp, the ramp that they go up. So yep. you got a photo of that one. So, and then uh, the other one is the yeah, the quad. <laughs> it's great. No, Patrick. Um, <laughs> Damn it. So Melanie walks out of the school, and Caitlin and Diane and Diane ask her what happened, and she's like all coy. She's like, "What the oh man." <laughs> <laughs> And so she tells them that she was asked out, and she says she doesn't like the band, but who gives a shit, right? It's Snake. <laughs> she says she needs yeah, to like get. She
1: didn't like the movie. She doesn't like the band,
0: but who cares? But she likes snacks, so who cares? I like snacks. snack. I snack. I snack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says she needs to get twenty bucks from her mom for the concert. She says we're going Dutch. So that's still a debt, like... And they say yes, it is. <laughs> And she says that she's got this big babysitting job coming up on Saturday, so she'll get the money so her mom can just lend her the 20 bucks. We cut to Melanie's mom, and this is we talked about this in our last episode, another situation where it's, there's just one child in this household, apparently. <laughs> um, so they're eating dinner. I don't know what they're eating in this case. Uh, it looks like it's a pasta dish. Almost like Heberger
2: Helper or something. It looks terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it looks so gross. It reminded me of the dish that um, Arthur and Stephanie were eating with their mom. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I remember it, but it looks like that same gray, like, mealy barf.
4: It looked like know, like beef stroganoff or something to me. Like some kind of, like, saucy white noodle saucy.
0: Mm, delicious. <laughs> no, this kind is...
2: of brown meat. Well, this is something Arlo will know. You know, do you write this house? Is Joey's house in uh, Bye Bye Junior High and in um, uh, Home Sweet Home? Oh, I did not notice that it was. Yeah, the same take, take a look at the tiles. Yeah, yeah you, if you watch those episodes, take a look at the tiles in the kitchen. Hmm. And also Arthur's house in Making Whoopi is Spike's house in It's Late. What? And, yep, take a look. Yep, it's that's in the West End, and uh, Snake's house. Uh, later on is also the twins' house. So, the twins' house in um, Just Friends is Snake's house in um, um, Showtime.
4: Well, you know, that makes perfect sense. Like, it's not like they have unlimited shooting locations. Exactly. So, it would make sense that they have specific shooting
2: locations. So, yeah, do you remember when Joey slept on Snake's, or uh, Will slept, slept on Snake's veranda yeah in Home Sweet Home? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's that's the twins' house in um, Just Friends.
0: Oh, is that where yeah. she makes out with Wheels? Yep. Ooh. Yeah,
2: and yeah, and Wheels Friends. is like,
0: I know sure. this bench.
4: We can look look <laughs> forward to that. <laughs> I can't wait.
0: So they cut to uh, Melanie and her mom at dinner eating shit food, and <laughs> her mom is saying no, she can't lend the money. She just doesn't have it. Melanie says she can pay back after babysitting and her mom says Melanie needs to learn about financial responsibility and raises the issue of where the last $20 went and Lord, uh and Melanie's like I didn't know about the concert when uh I spent it you
4: know I spent it yeah like girl same
0: Courtney you have to jump right. in with these cause I'm taking all your Melanie funder oh.
4: <laughs> no you got done a great job
0: Bye, thank you now. <laughs> so they uh talks about how money is tight and their father is behind on child support rent is due groceries need to be bought and i just can't stop thinking about what the fuck they're eating
4: oh my god right (laughs) it's on a budget leave them alone
0: the next day at school joey asks lucy out she is wearing her lucy shirt and she just she just smiles and walks away and she
4: does not even contemplate she no. doesn't even <laughs> bother laughing
0: no I mean Courtney it's can great. identify she's in her head very quickly she's like Clutch, Joey mm.
4: <laughs> no
1: fucking contest
2: yeah. come on okay what about Paul or Joey who would you pick Ooh. Ew,
1: Joey no. so I hate Paul he's
2: like Martian head yeah <laughs> He had like a his head was so fucking weird.
1: <laughs> I just that scene in Lucy's bedroom really creeped me out with him. And oh so, yeah, it haunts me.
0: Uh, Arlo, I was like
1: interspersed his head on all of the teddy now. bears.
0: <laughs> Arlo's I don't, con- like
1: like he gives a
4: shit what we think about him, really.
0: Yeah, he's doing very well for himself.
4: <laughs> he's at home yeah. listening to this podcast, like single tear. Oh. Uh, <laughs>
0: Oh. Um, Arlo is thinking when she's thinking about Paul and Joey, she's like, mm, I have the answer threesome.
4: <laughs> we can use three straws. <laughs> One
0: milkshake. Uh, so BLT walks by Joey after he's failed. He's with Michelle and he tells Joey, nice try. And I, BLT is wearing what I believe I can only describe as stonewash everything. <laughs> uh. Uh, so now he still have, looks cool
1: as fuck, though.
0: He He always looks cool. So Shane and Luke... This is a scene that I, I has to be a deleted scene in the Canadian version, because I don't remember this scene. Um, but Shane and Luke are showing up to school, and Shane is implying that he cannot go to the concert because of child support money. Luke says they have to go because the band is going to break up after the tour. And he tells Shane not to pay Spike just once. It won't make a difference. And then I wrote, only the second worst advice he'll ever give Shane. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Joey is walking up the stairwell and asks the twins if one of them wants to go out with him and they, they just don't give a fuck. They laugh right in his face and he saunters away and they're like, and you've seen that shirt?
4: Yeah, like, they, they talk about him and like the, like he's not even there. Like it's like, like th- he's standing right there, and they're just like, yeah. "Is he serious? <laughs> he isn't, isn't even there."
0: And I thought, like, okay, it's funny, but the twins are talking about someone else's fashion choices.
4: <laughs> he wears colors. <laughs> what a weirdo. Yeah, they have their like white stripes vibe going on. Yeah. <laughs> so <They're> monochromatic. <laughs>
0: Uh, Shane walks into Garcia's class and uh, he tells Spike that he can't give her child support that month because he's broke. Spike is clearly disappointed, but is understanding enough. Like, she doesn't shit on him just yet. (laughs) Just yet. Yeah.
2: Why are Shane's uh, pants tucked into his white socks, by the way?
0: (laughs) Who did that? Hey, man, Shane got laid, so I'm not questioning anything. (laughs) Like Spike the Punk was like, That's a good look. Mm."
4: He's fine. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) I just found it strange that like the five dollars or whatever that Shane's been giving Spike is like the it's the make or break (laughs) for her, right? Like I you know, like I I, I get that, you know, she's trying to like do things on her own and support a baby, but she still is with her mom and everything. Like I this really like and he it's not like he's giving her hundreds of dollars.
0: Well you see maybe it's Degrassi. Also, Arlo, and I mean, I'd say this to myself as well if I was making the comment. But based on your previous comments about children, do you really know the facts here? (laughs) Like, what what could a baby cost? Like ten bucks? I don't know. (laughs) Again, I would say I'd I'd say the same thing.
4: You also don't have
0: children. I totally fully admit I know shit about child. (laughs) children i can't even say the proper i
1: know (laughs) i know
0: nothing about children people (laughs) uh so melanie asks caitlin if she can lend her the money uh, but caitlin doesn't have any and tells melanie it took her forever to pay her back last time she also asks diana and trish and they also can't diana says it took melanie forever to pay back last time and Trish has one of the lines, I said that there's a good one coming up. This is one of my least <laughs> favorite lines ever in Degrassi. Who wants to, Kevin, do you want to tell us what oh, she says?
2: Uh, my allowance is on a diet. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Why does that a bug you? I, what's that? Caitlin has an even worse line near the end.
0: Oh, yes, she does. Oh, or We'll be, get to that or too.
4: Be, or best. Um, <laughs> Caitlin's just like, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm really broke too. Later on, offers to buy the Cokes. Just pointing that out now. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> oh God, lying, lying,
4: lying warning. Yeah.
0: Uh Liz and Spike are leaving at the end of the day, and Liz says that Shane is a pig. Uh, <laughs> I'm not one of the pigs in her videos, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, but Spike says that if he doesn't have money, what can he do? And Liz says that she wishes she had the money, and Spike says that this is really depressing. Uh, Melanie and Caitlyn are waiting for Snake outside, and when he comes out, Melanie is going to tell Snake that she can't go to the concert. So she's like, "Snake, go for it, Courtney. <laughs> you got to do this one."
1: I'm afraid.
0: Afraid?
1: Uh, afraid? <laughs> I-, I forgot the money.
0: <laughs> I love how she says, "I'm afraid," and immediately Snake's like, "Afraid?"
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I, afraid?
0: What do you mean? I'll bring the money tomorrow and then uh, she tells caitlin she has to find a way to get to the concert yes i we, don't know how but i'm you gonna have go to get to that <laughs> so we get uh melanie's mom is on the phone when melanie gets home and her mom asks melanie to run to the corner store to get some milk and i thought <laughs> this is an asshole comment i think but <laughs> if you're short on money don't go to the corner store to get milk like Go to the de- go to the grocery store.
4: <laughs> go to the no frills.
0: Yeah, Come like on. you'll save a, a couple of bucks at least. Uh, Absolutely, Melanie. Well,
4: Grassy grocery is fairly cost effective. I mean, you can get twenty slides for that setup.
0: We don't know how much money he spent on those. He's <laughs> like they're well, fourteen dollars each. He wasn't.
4: He wasn't
2: rich then. No. Yeah, he hadn't won the lottery, so. <laughs> Did you notice on the American, if you watched the PBS version, the money's American? Yes. And on the CBC version, she pulls out Canadian 20.
0: Yes, they did. In this version that I watched, and most of them that I've seen, it's been the American one, but I do recall that it was Canadian money. So they shot sure. it twice for each country.
4: That's yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yes, we are doing American money. There is a uh, actually quite a bit of commentary on the Degrassi fandom page about this. Uh, oh. use, or, uh, contributor Mahoriner says... Anyone else notice that the money Melanie took out of her mom's wallet was, and then in all caps, American? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, and then Crazy Chick 08 says, "How much did she take? If she took twenty dollars, that's not necessarily true unless we see the money close up. Twenty dollar bills are green in Canada too. It was an American one. Just look close." Yeah, we
4: we did we did see the we did see it close up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh um
4: by that time though, like and also you see some ones there in the American version. Um I'm not sure when the dollar got phased out, but the loony was introduced way before it was eighty seven.
0: Eighty seven was the loony, so at this point in time it was either very early or they would have had both. Mm. I'm putting in when was the loony introduced, just to make sure that I got it right.
4: I think <laughs> it was earlier than that. Nineteen
0: eighty seven. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Score I one for me. Eat,
4: I shall eat my hat.
0: Mm, who's the <laughs> researcher now, Allah?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is where this I is this is the episode where Arlo quits the podcast. Everybody, I'm
4: just like that's it. Rage quit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yes, Melanie opens up her mom's wallet, and instead of loonies and toonies spilling out, we get. A $20 yeah. bill and some American ones. Amer- okay, you, American listeners, uh, let me talk down to you about money for two things. Oh, no. Number one, get rid of the fucking dollar bills. I, though I do find them fascinating, they make me feel richer when I go there, but get rid yes. of them. Yeah. Number two, the penny is over. Like, uh, I agree. <laughs> Like the I I am not at all a Stephen Harper fan and I won't get into politics deeply in this podcast. But the one good the, the one good thing that the conservatives did was get rid of the penny.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, when you go there, they just they don't want to change and they think we're nuts because we're on the metric system too. It's like multiples of ten. Yep. That's insane. Yeah. To them. Oh
4: my god, my husband. Don't even get me started on the <gasps> fucking metric system. um But particularly, I, I did notice that when I was visiting him a lot in the states, and he was visiting me a lot in Canada, it's just like it's the opposite problem, right? Like I'd go there and have this wad of cash, and it would be like, like it would end up being like twenty bucks. Okay, Arthur. But all at like, once,
0: we get it. You're right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, no, and but uh, for real, and then like when he came here, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I don't have much money left." And then he'd like actually look at it, and it's like you have sixty bucks and change, you know. Like it, it's, it's a different problem. You feel rich, but you're actually poor, or you feel poor, but you're actually rich.
2: Well Also, well, they we, introduced the Susan B. Anthony uh, dollar coin in the U.S. years ago, and they just wouldn't use it. So now the mint has them in the warehouses because nobody will use them.
0: If you use like if you use the um, machines to get. Or to get tokens for the New York City subway, they'll still spit out dollar coins.
4: Yeah, they like the the U.S. has weird coins that no one uses. Like they have dollar coins, they have a fifty cent piece too, yeah. I think, which yeah, is, is like no, I dollars. mean no one uses that. Like uh, it's it's weird. And then someone hand me like pennies for my change. I'm like what the fuck.
0: I just want to throw them back <laughs> and be like fuck you. I would do like.
4: fuck your pennies. <laughs> and then Sorry, to Turing, you're done. our American Should listeners. Everybody?
0: Yeah, <laughs> USA okay. Uh, next day at school, <laughs> uh, Snake asks Joey if they should ask Wheels to go to the concert, and Joey says, what's the point? Wheels never comes to school anymore, so that's our Wheels reference. Uh-huh. <clears throat> BLT approaches and reminds Joey of the bet, and he tells Joey, bring new bills. I hate dirty money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, so cool. Yeah.
0: Always. He's the coolest. Uh, Snake asks if Joey has a date yet. Joey says no, just as Caitlin walks by, and Snake encourages Joey to ask her. And now, okay, I hope you all paid attention to this, because I don't know exactly what Snake said here. He's giving Joey advice on how to ask her out. And I, I think he said something, but does anybody oh, else I want to say attention. it? Okay. He
4: said he needed to give her the hairy eye. Yes! Yeah. And... I was like, first of all, you give someone the hairy eyeball, but that's okay. And I was like, is that the right way to use it? Because I know that, like, in some of the hairy eyeball, is you're looking at them, like, in a sketchy way. Like, yeah, Yeah. you're skeptical. But when I looked into it, um, the earliest known uh, use of it in print is an interview with Carol Burnett. And she uses it as being, like, flirty, and ultimately, it's looking at someone with, like, your eyelashes lowered. So, like, under this sort of, like, veil of your eyelashes, which could either mean with skepticism or could mean in a flirty way. Um, but in 1963, in a New York Times article, it uses it in the opposite way, which is disapproving, hostile, skeptical. So, 1961 to 1963, it's probably used in both ways in different circles. So, apparently, they're both correct. It's like maybe Snake uh, watched a lot of Carol Burnett, or maybe yeah, obviously knew someone
1: who watched a lot of Carol Burnett.
0: Because my next question is, what fucking fourteen year old is saying like, did you ever give or receive advice to give the hairy eye to somebody when you were in high school? (laughs) And Snake should have been like, I call it the one eyed snake. just uh,
4: missed opportunity yeah yeah
0: so he asks if she would like to go out no this it is friday so he is asking her to go out that evening on a real date um she is hesitant at first but then he says it will be his treat and then she is more confident and says yes yes she tells melanie that joey asked her out and she's like he was different he seemed more vulnerable Mhm. <laughs> Caitlin says that she's gonna tell her mom that she's going to stay at Melanie's place, so she still has to lie to get out on dates. Um, and uh, Mel says, Yo, enjoy, may I snack?
1: That is perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin asks if Mel's mom gave her the money, and Mel tells Caitlin that she took the money. And Caitlin's like, You stole it? And that's exactly what she did. Yeah. She borrowed. I've
4: also noticed in Radich's class here, there is um, some artwork on the wall um, by Salvador Dali in the background. And I've noticed it in previous seasons. It's been there for a while, but never has it been more perfect. It is the temptation of St. Anthony Mm. um, by Salvador Dali. And um, it's St. Anthony holding up a cross as this parade of elephants and a horse like present objects of temptation to him as he tries to ward them off. So I felt like that was kind of fitting both for um, Melanie, as she tries to ward off the temptation of, you
2: <laughs> and
0: know,
4: then, the twenty, needing to steal the twenty bucks for her luxuries or whatever, and um, also Caitlin trying to, you know, resist the temptation of Joey.
0: And if we had Bertram on, he'd be like, I oh, don't know, this looked really cool when I was high.
4: <laughs> 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 Those elephants, man, they were moving.
0: Oh, you see how they snort things with their nose? I can relate. <laughs> Allegedly.
4: Allegedly.
0: Do you, uh, Kevin, do you know anything about, do you have any facts about Johnny B? Was Uh, he at the Devo concert?
2: He he might have been. Uh, You know, I don't know much about him. Even later on, like on uh, Degrassi, Next Generation, that I don't know much about him, like what his role was after that.
4: He's like at the Devo concert with a lampshade on his head.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that was 1980.
0: (laughs) He's like, whip it good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we get uh melanie also says she'll pay the money back after babysitting so then we get liz walking up the stairs and behind her luke and tim are talking about the concert
4: oh my god
0: uh they're gonna line up go for it what
4: (laughs) well tim says he's never been to a concert and surprising uh, yeah and luke is just like you'll love it man everyone just like talks and I was like, "What?"
2: <laughs> no one listens to the music; they just talk.
4: <laughs> they like that's his cell. was like, "Yeah, you'll love it." They, it's like people just like talk and like party. <laughs> party. I did. I was uh, since Tim had never been to a concert before. I did. I was uh, questioning what your guys's first concert was, if you can recall, and how old were you?
1: Oh, my! I, re- I think it was Aerosmith, and I was seventeen.
4: Wow, that's a pretty impressive first concert.
1: Yeah, I was in Hamilton.
0: Nice, the Hammer.
2: Fantastic. Oh yeah,
4: <laughs> Kevin, what was your first
2: concert? Uh, mine was Devo, and then we used to do the police picnics every summer. If anybody remembers the police picnic, no. At the CNE? Oh yeah, the police English beat. All these bands would be there every summer. Like, one, one big concert.
0: It was great. God, I, I lived in Toronto at the wrong time. Like, Toronto, I moved here in 2015. I remember I picked up a book about the history of much music and was reading it. I was like, Toronto was so much cooler in, like, the <laughs> 70s and 80s.
2: Well, we could get into concerts. Like, we used to go to a place called the Quarte, a Vietnamese place in Kensington Market. And they would have a laundry list of uh, punk bands playing. You could go in there at 14, 15. Nobody cared. Larry's Hideaway. On uh, Carlton Street. Like, we just went to these places at 14, 15, 16. Nobody cared.
0: And everyone, those are all condos now. Like, <laughs> condo, yeah, condo, are, yeah. condo, yeah. condo. Yeah.
4: yeah. Alan, what was your first concert? Was it in Winnipeg?
0: It was in Winnipeg. Um, I mean, I went to, I was a band geek, so I went to, like, band concerts all the time, right? But my first, like, yeah, my first real, like, rock and roll concert, I believe, was Ashley McIsaac.
4: Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's Canadian Royalty. <clears throat>
0: yes. So there nice. you go.
4: My first concert was at Assiniboia Downs in Winnipeg. Um and it was another roadside but... attraction when I was 14. Ah, yeah. Nice. And it was it was a great lineup that year. Like I no regrets. And it was actually funny a couple episodes ago I think Ted was talking about the in, the Inbreds. That oh, was yeah. like a, you know a duo with just a, a person on drums and a person on bass and uh I they were part of the lineup, so when Ted Ted oh, cool. was like, "Oh, have you heard of the inbreds?" and everyone's like, "No," I was like, "I've seen them." Was Damn that it, why tie on this episode? Was that 1993? Um, I can't remember the year. I would have been 14 years old, so that seems mm. about right. So was there?
0: Let's see here. It was the
4: it was the inbreds, Eric's trip, Matthew Sweet, um, Blues Traveler. Ziggy Marley and the whalers Spirit of the West, and Tragically Hip. It was a great lineup. I loved it.
0: I'm looking at this uh apparently the one in Ottawa got shut down because of uh or <laughs> faced charges for noise pollution, which What a fucking <laughs> surprise. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> oh, Ottawa. So, Tim, Tim uh, and Luke are talking about the concert, and Luke is saying that Snake and Shane are also going, and so that's where Liz realizes that Shane is going. She goes into Garcia's classroom and tells Spike. Spike confronts Shane and calls him a liar, and Shane says a bunch of real asshole things. Oh.
4: I mean, to be fair, he could have gotten a ticket from anywhere. Somebody could have given him a ticket. His parents could have given him a ticket, bought him a ticket.
0: She jumps to the conclusion, but I mean, she's not wrong. And then I know
4: she's she's not wrong, and he does
2: not deny it. Either. Yeah, and
0: then he and then he doubles down on his dickishness. Uh, Ke- Kevin, do you have the lines that he said?
2: It's my money. You're lucky. I'm nice. Lots of guys wouldn't give you anything. <laughs> uh, fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like this dude who earlier in this season starts giving her some money and then is like wanting to meet his baby. And you're like, oh, you know, like, he's trying a little bit, and then all of a sudden it's just, like, pure asshole. Uh, Um,
1: True, but let's remember, he only was, like, allowed to hold his baby, like, for the first time a couple weeks ago. You're correct. In the cafeteria.
0: (laughs) And he's
4: 15. Also, I blame Luke entirely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Luke is, like, Luke Luke is the person who ruins (laughs) Shane's life. (laughs)
1: Pretty much, you.
0: Uh, Spike says, Liz was right, you are a pig. And as she's saying this and the class is looking on, Garcia is there, clearly seeing it, and then he's just like, let's get down to business and starts the class.
4: He does a great job, too, just being just being a teacher. Like, he sounds just like a fucking teacher, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's everything I remember from school.
0: Uh, Melanie walks in the door at home, and her mom is searching frantically everywhere. Like... It was lost from your purse, but she's got the whole room like torn up. Uh, she asks if she's seen20 dollars anywhere and she's worried about what to do with groceries. <laughs> and Melanie, oh, come on, Courtney, what does she say? Please tell me you have this line.
1: I didn't write it down. What does she say? Can't you just uh, get turtle turn m- up?
0: Can't you just get money from the machine? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the, mach- the, mon- the, the money dispensing machine that doesn't cost you anything.
1: I wish her mom talked more like her and that would just be Melanie be Melanie.
4: Did anyone well, else notice the weird decor in, in their home? It's like weird, colorful dinosaur cutouts all over the walls. I was just like, what the fuck is this?
0: They're renting the place. Maybe it was the other, like the owners like were a pr- like. A, <laughs>
4: a preschool beforehand? Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> Maybe Melanie likes to draw dinosaurs. It's just and- a strange a strange decoration choice for this. Her mom can't afford art, so she, like, hangs on ballers. her Cartney,
0: kids' <laughs> Courtney Melanie, who's your favorite dinosaur? I love the Triceratops. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <the> t- <laughs> Is this where mom's wearing the, the, the piano leather tie? <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Her mom's wearing that piano leather tie. It's awesome.
0: That's where Melanie gets her ties from.
2: Hey, so yeah. yeah. That's
1: great.
0: Uh, so the phone rings, Melanie picks it up, and she's looking concerned as she is on the call, and then she hangs up and says her babysitting gig was cancelled. Wah-wah. Uh-oh. So. This is
2: Wolowski. Damn you.
1: <laughs> Damn it. She doesn't name
0: it a <laughs> Uh So Friday night, we are back at 13 Busy Street. And Joey and Caitlin come in after seeing the movie. I did not write down their discussion about the scenes. Did anyone catch what the m- scenes from this movie? No?
2: Oh, like something about the father. Oh, it's like... Uh,
0: one second here. Um,
4: well, classic Caitlin and Joey. He thought it was great. It. She thought it was dumb.
0: But not yeah. as... It was
4: Teen Academy 4
0: again. N- not as uh, divided, though, as Teen Academy 4.
1: No. <laughs>
0: Uh Joey brings her over to where BLT and Michelle are sitting. And like Joey just pulls out a shovel and starts digging his own grave at this point.
2: <laughs> he feels rich suddenly.
0: Yeah. He brags about their date. Caitlin offers to get them Cokes. Joey offers to pay because he's feeling rich. And Caitlin says, You paid for the movie. The Cokes are on me. That's a very important line. Very and important.
4: If, if anyone's Wondering how they can jam out to uh, the song that is playing right now. It is Bridges Over Borders by The Spoons.
0: Oh, nice.
4: Ah. Circa 1986.
0: Um, Kevin, i am just give you a chance. Did you catch any of the movie?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. I can't find it. Okay. Damn it.
0: If you know what uh, was in the movie, everybody, hit us up at Narbo's Podcast on Twitter, or send us an email, broomheads at gmail.com. Uh, and I guess on Instagram, too, at Norbo's and Broomhead's podcast. Right, Courtney?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll
0: yeah, okay. no, <laughs> uh, welcome. Michelle gets up and offers to help bring the Cokes over. Uh, Joey sits down and he tells BLT, Joey Jeremiah always delivers. BLT says, what did you pay her or hypnotize her? So accusing Caitlin of being a call girl. Uh, Joey <laughs> continues to brag and he asks for his bucks, but then he sees Caitlyn coming back. And then BLT basically explains the whole bet out loud while Caitlyn overhears.
4: <laughs> boy, oh boy, I'm about to give you this $20. For going- also, while well, uh, Kay- Caitlyn is getting the Cokes, uh, the song ends and we have a new song. It's Humans Can Talk by Malcolm Byrne. circa 1988. <laughs> kind of a bop, actually. I found it on YouTube
0: uh caitlin and uh michelle get the cokes they are in little glasses little coke glasses that i don't think you can get that small a size these days
4: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like they're made out of styrofoam you know those little stuff like those (laughs) do you know what i'm talking about like the the thin styrofoam kind of thing i think
2: they're the waxy ones that were just left that waxy film on your lips yes
4: yeah yeah Oh, that you could scratch down the side with your fingernail yeah. and the wax yeah. will come off? Yeah. Oh, the kind of like yeah. McDonald's orange drink comes in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, Joey is getting the money. Caitlin overhears and she's pissed. She says, You asked me out on a bet and then I open the floor. Who wants it?
1: Come on, somebody. Come on, Kevin. Cool. This is your. Mr. Jer-
0: Mr. Joey Jeremiah,
2: the coats are on you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're wrong, oh, we Joey. Missed, we missed a great line, though. Oh, go for it. We missed when. Okay, so Joey's talking to BLT, and he says, "What chicks want? I got looks, style, and raw animal magnetism." <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, that's my, okay, I think that's my favorite line of the whole series.
0: On the DVD is <laughs> also like an uh, eight-inch schlong. But uh, they uh, oh, yeah. edited it out. And
1: then he like smacks the table like that.
0: <laughs> so yes, you're wrong, Joey. Or no, you're right that Joey cokes are on you. And she pours the Coke all over his head. And he, uh, as she's running out, they show BLT, big shit-eating grin on his face. He's yeah. just so happy.
2: And Nancy, too. She turns around. She's got a big smile.
0: Oh uh, Michelle? Michelle? No, Nancy oh, is in, Michelle. in the
4: booth too. Yeah, everyone, everyone around it. them in the booth—they're all loving it. They so love the show.
0: Uh, Caitlin storms out, and Joey follows her. And again, I—I'm sure, like, I don't know how they got the rain in this scene. Um, but I mean, <laughs> they're outside, so it's clearly not the winter. So again, asking when they shot it, it must be in the summer, or at least in the fall. Yeah. Um, it's raining. Uh, she is mad. She's like, "You asked me out for money," and he says he didn't care here's how much I don't care, and, and I think one of the most, like, dramatic Degrassi scenes at this point, he tears the bill up.
1: Definitely the most, one of the most serious scenes Joey's ever it's been a part pretty of. Pretty
4: dramatic for grade eight, let me tell
0: you. Uh, a scene that, by the way, with a $20 Canadian bill in 2020 you could not recreate. You'd be like, it's because it's all plasticky, <laughs> yeah. you'd be like, fuck, what yeah. the fuck <laughs> is going on? And pulls out a pair yeah, of scissors. Scissors, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then he says that he asked her out because he wanted to go out with her and he starts to walk away and she says, at least you can walk me home. And who wants this line? Uh, go for it, Kevin.
2: Uh, uh, you can at least walk me uh, home, even if you are a drip. <laughs> <It's awful.
0: laughs> Joey should have dumped her right there.
4: I also love where is like, Caitlin... The reason I asked you out is because I wanted to go out with you, and it's like, well, you also asked out every other fucking girl in the whole school yeah. before you asked her out. But so I'm, I'm, I'm having a little bit of difficulty believing that.
2: And we all agree, Caitlin is way out of Joey's league, right? Like,
4: oh, oh fuck yeah, come on, so far.
0: Except yeah. when she's doing journalism, then, and, and <laughs> at least at this point, um, well,
4: she needs a project.
0: We so do, we do get both. We do get some hints though like there's that point where Snake is asking if Joey will ask Caitlin out and he says I wish like I think Joey is avoiding asking her out because he doesn't think he has a chance at it.
1: And yeah because we know like what happened the last episode that they you know he screwed her over at the dance and she was obviously pissed.
0: Though does he I wonder if he because we never established that someone has told him or he realizes right. Like, no, if you recall at no. the end of that episode, he's confused about why she's giving yeah. him the cold shoulder. Has someone explained since? Like, hey, dickhead, like, here's what happened. <laughs> um, I,
4: I, yeah, we, I, you're right. We never get any indication that he has clued in at all as to what happened. So, yeah.
0: Joey says that the uh, coke is really sticky and Caitlin says he deserved it and she's not wrong. <laughs> True. Melanie is doing dishes at home and her mom is like... We're having chili all next week. Hope you like it. <laughs> like, I, I guess this is a, you know, this is a conversation. But, like, mom is talking a lot to child about money woes. Um, and I mean. And the dad's a decade. Yeah, except that she's not really pissy at him, right? Like, she says that, you know, Melanie asks why dad's payments were late. And mom says she doesn't know. But she's like, she loves you, kiddo. Or he loves you, kiddo.
4: I feel like this There's is not, kind
0: of. Not like, enough to support you.
4: Yeah, (laughs) I mean it's a little bit parenting goals you know like I I think the older you get the more you realize like you know your parents don't have all the answers all the time and you know just because he you know wants to give money for child support doesn't mean he has it at that moment even though it's his responsibility like those things happen like it happens when you're going through shit as an adult and like just the fact that her mom is so understanding to just be like you know I know he would if he did you know they don't have to be fighting, like, cats and dogs over it, and, like, you know, puts Melanie first, reminds her that her dad cares about her. Like, I, I feel like this is parenting goals.
0: Yeah, Melanie's situation, yeah. like, even though the parents are divorced, um, sounds like it's about as stable as you can get. Like, you know, her mom doesn't have a lot of money, but she's supportive. She's having real conversations with her child. Um, right, so. and, like,
4: her her dad, you know, seems to, they seem to have a good working relationship a good parenting relationship at, at least where they're not blaming each other in front of melanie like I, I think that that's that's good well
1: and especially when you contrast it with we see like kathleen's parents last episode who are together clearly have a, a worse relationship at least in terms of like how they act in front of their
2: child and yeah. together so yeah yeah yeah, I mean that. The, you look at the house beyond. Besides the terrible pictures, the house is neat and you know, and, and they, they obviously have enough money for ties. So you know they, they, they have a piece of ice, right?
4: Not any ties, keyboard ties. <laughs> keyboard
2: sure.
0: classic. Uh, so she's her mom is just talking here, but like it's also the guilt trip. Like she's like, I, I just don't know how I screwed up. I had everything under control, and oh, I'm such a fuck up, Melly. I'm a fuck up. <laughs> Actually, again, if her mom only talked like Melanie, Melanie, I fuck up. I'm such a fuck up. Melanie's like, "You're not a fuck up.
2: She took it, and is fucking with her here.
0: And Melanie's like, are you not a fuck up? I'm a fuck up, Mom. I took money. I'm a fuck up. That's not what she says. Melanie just says, you didn't lose the money, and we don't get the rest of the conversation, but we know. Yeah, we know. Monday at school, Melanie tells Caitlin that she's grounded and can't go to the concert. She asks Caitlin how her date was, and Caitlin said said it was different but okay. And uh, Arlo, what is the next announcement about the tubas?
4: Oh fuck! I didn't notice. You tell me.
0: Mr. Lawrence announces that due to widespread demand, the three tuba positions will not be filled. Bertram's like, I hate tubas. I wish you know how fucking loud they are when you're trying to sleep at three in the afternoon.
4: That's great. I wish I'd noticed that. That's funny. Good job. Good job, Degrassi.
0: Uh, (laughs) Melanie sees Snake and he shows her the tickets, but she says she can't go. Snake says that um, I guess she'll sell the ticket. And she says maybe they can go out again when she isn't grounded. And Snake says, yeah, maybe. But it's clear that I think this is where he gives up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it just wasn't meant to be, I don't think.
0: Uh, in the doomed Degrassi universe, this is the part that's doomed for them. This relationship that will never happen.
4: Okay, like, bitch, he's just not that into you then. Like, if he can't fucking wait for you to get ungrounded, then it wasn't meant to be. You need to move on.
0: Okay, Snake's fault.
4: Yeah, Snake's fault doesn't want to go out with her because she's fucking grounded one time. This is not like that. the nah. fourth
0: time it's blown up in their face.
4: It was like one time, right? They went on a date, and it didn't go that well, right?
0: Yeah, that's enough for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, uh,
1: d- he doesn't really make any attempts after this, though. He,
0: no. No,
1: this mm-hmm. is it for them. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. They would have been a really good couple.
0: So. Well, he's
2: too, too busy with Michelle and Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Pam.
1: Oh, yeah, Pam, yeah, she's great. <laughs> Pam. Pam. Fuck. Fucking cooking spray
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, let, um, let me ask you a question When you were in grade 8 If you had a crush on a girl Would you not have walked through a wall To get another date with her
0: I was fucking too chicken shit To ask girls out When I was in grade 8 So see, I
2: would have I had one girl named Karen In my grade 8 class And like
0: <laughs> that. she Did she have, complain I would about have, Not wearing masks Now Did she
1: ask to see the manager <laughs> <laughs> No
2: she, I would have gone Like I would have I would have, like, walked through a fucking wall to get a date
0: with this girl. Wow. Yeah.
1: Karen, if you're listening. Yeah. Karen, you single? <laughs>
0: you up? <laughs> Yo, Karen, you up? <laughs> no, I, I mean, if if I would have gotten... I mean, I, I ended up, shockingly, with a girlfriend throughout a good portion of high school <laughs> and, like, absolutely would have, like, done the most ridiculous things. and And really, honestly, like... It was not meant to be, and the universe was telling us the whole time, and and I stuck with it for years, so I totally get it.
4: Yeah, I just yeah, like like I said, like it, he's just not that into you. Like if he's willing to give up so easily. He didn't like you that much anyway, Melanie. You deserve better. <laughs> like he,
1: yeah, I feel like he could have tried a bit harder to get the fucking money to take her out. Like his best friend just ripped up twenty dollars in the street. Like I'm pretty sure you could have found that money if you really wanted to take her out.
2: Yeah, steal it from your dad, like I did.
4: Although she could have just thought, I mean, to be fair, nice. if, if, if we were all normal adults and not 14-year-olds, um, like, she could have just said, like, oh, you know what, I'm really broke, I really can't afford it, but I really want to go out with you, like, can we go have a picnic in the park instead, you know? Like oh. a, I
1: okay. mean, that's, like, so hindsight, though. I just would have been like,
0: uh, "Well, that's also something.
4: like with the, the having the confidence of adulthood, you know." <laughs> yes, yes. yeah, yeah.
0: Forty-year-olds, let's coach these fourteen-year-olds on. <laughs> yeah.
4: Listen here, kids. Maybe all the fourteen-year-olds that listen to this podcast will learn something—they're
1: <laughs> all taking notes right now, listening. Uh, don't to listen to us kids. Listening. Don't. It's a bad idea. Run,
0: run away. <laughs> <laughs> actually i know i actually know of a case where like uh, um a mother and daughter uh, have been watching the original degrassi over the course of the pandemic and i think that we may have spurred them on to do it except that the mother is interested in the podcast the daughter will have none of it they're like nope <laughs> Watch the show but hell hell no to I the podcast, listen
4: to
0: our podcast Mom. i listen to our podcast we're so funny for, if you're fourteen or for <laughs> Anyways, uh, Spike and Liz walk by Melanie and Spike says that her mom has agreed to give her the money for a ticket. But Liz is like, well, the concert's sold out and they're really sad. And Melanie stops her and goes, uh, Spike, I have a ticket. Spike? Uh, $100. Just kidding. She is not, she is the worst scalper ever. And she agrees to, or she says she will sell the ticket to Spike for face value.
1: That is not what she says. She
0: just says, box. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, do, 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 do. 20 bucks a ticket, 20 bucks a ticket. <laughs> so there you go. That's a uh, 20 bucks An all time. Classic episode. Um, lots of great stuff happening in this one. And, uh, yes, we are at the halfway point of our, all of the Degrassi. So I'm uh, excited about that. Kevin, uh, final thoughts on this episode and, and also this- if there's anything we missed, please.
2: Yeah, so they said twenty bucks twelve times, and the word <laughs> bucks, bucks three times. Who said bucks? Who says give yes. me my? B-? I don't understand that. Uh, I
1: noticed that too when Joey was saying like to Snake, "Can you buy me the ticket? I'll give you the bucks later."
2: Yeah, like who says
1: bucks? Just, I got, have to no ha-
4: idea. just got to hammer that title home. Yeah,
2: bucks. Uh, I noticed they mentioned Martin Schlegel's name over the PA system. He was a character from Kids at Grassy. Uh, oh, so they mentioned nice. that name. Yeah, nice. uh, and I noticed like with the running time, the difference between the U.S. and the American would be uh, CBC's commercial content would have been six minutes, uh, so they their running time was about three and a half minutes shorter than the U.S.
0: Because uh, in the U.S. they had fucking Sweet Violet asking you for money every like for three minutes at the start of every episode.
4: Sweet Violet and Aloysius. I
0: hated that. So did I have to ask? I, now I have to ask because that was like Prairie Public Television. And I don't know if Sweet Violet and Aloysius were on, like, your PBS feeds out in uh, Eastern Canada. Did you Do you know what we're talking about? No. Oh, really? So they would have these pledge no. drives, um, and they would have, like, you know, it was like a room with people on the phones asking for money for PBS. And their two mascots <laughs> were Sweet Violet and Aloysius. Arlo, please... Aloysius describe. was...
4: Oh my god. Aloysius was like Bargain Basement Big Bird Knockoff. Like it was (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was like and I like as a small child I was so confused by it because like it's a pledge drive. Like no little kid wants to see that but it would come on like during Sesame Street and I would like I would be confused that it was big bird but it wasn't big bird it was like janky <laughs> like
0: mummy big bird looks like, funny
4: bargain basement big bird with it made of like rags instead of feathers it was like, so
0: it was odd. true big bird that was <laughs> aloysius and then sweet violet was like a like a cookie monster knockoff but like violet like, like a purple like, gr-
4: like grimace-esque yeah it was like it was like a cross between grimace and cookie monster or something but still like still bargain basement like these were not state-of-the-art
0: <laughs> And Sweet Violet and Aloysius never talked. They just stood there while like a human was like, Sweet Violet wants you to donate, and Sweet Violet would like wave. Mm-hmm. And they just stand <laughs> there and wave at the camera. And I've for years tried to find photos, like Google photos of them, and I just cannot oh, find them. Oh my god. So oh, I like, just tried
1: god. to Google it too, and all I get is pictures of plants. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Well, PBS well.
2: And Buffalo, we used to have Icky and Sicky. It was a <laughs> <laughs> they might have been like a husband and wife couple. But they, they both looked the same. Had bold haircuts with like gl- horrible glasses, and you know we'd be trying to watch the two Ronnies or Money Python's, and these two fucking morons would come on every seven minutes <laughs> and beg for money. And we called them Icky and Dicky, <laughs> and they were on for years. I <laughs> love
0: it. I almost feel like we lost out now with Sweet Violet <laughs> and Aloysius. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
4: I wouldn't wouldn't trade them for anything.
0: If one of you out there can find uh, a picture of Sweet Violet and Aloysius, I'm just trying. I'm looking around my room right now. I'll fucking send you a prize.
2: Um, (laughs) That's.
0: Uh Grand Forks—it was—it was either Grand Forks or Fargo. It was—it was like the North Dakota station. That's—that's that's also how I learned like the names of everywhere in North Dakota, because they were like, oh, it's Channel this and Thief River Falls and in Bismarck right. it's this maybe and
4: like a, like a Devil's Lake maybe.
0: Yeah, Devil's Lake. Great name, by the way. It's a horrible state, by though. Like, I mean, I love visiting, but it's like Trump land. So, anyways. Uh, any other thoughts on twenty bucks?
4: Um, well, I was wondering if anybody. Here had ever asked out another person on a bet before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet you I was asked out on a bet many times.
4: Oh my god, that I, I was too. Oh. I didn't ask
1: anybody.
0: I was too scared. Yeah,
4: I, I was. I was watching this episode, and my husband was like, "Hey, I asked someone out on a bet once." <laughs> <I was> like,
0: <laughs> "And now I married like, her and live in Regina."
4: <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Okay, like so." are you, like, were you the asshole in this situation? <laughs> or, like, what happened? And it, like, it was actually a lot less, I mean, it was a lot more innocent than that. It was just like, you know, they saw a cute girl, him and his buddy or whatever, and he was like, oh, I bet you can't get a date with her. And he was like, I bet I can. So it wasn't really, like, on a bet in, like, a, a nasty way or whatever. So um, I was wondering if anyone else had any situations where they asked someone out on a bet. But I don't know that it's that common, um, uh- considering how often it comes up in movies and
0: television <laughs> no i think that you know people have people have asked people out on like dares and so that's kind of a bet like i'm sure that that's i'm sure that's actually pretty common but
4: yeah that's, i guess that's more of a dare than a bet though you know and it, yeah but I, usually yeah.
0: usually though i think in a lot of those situations there is like an actual interest like underlying like right. people wouldn't actually ask somebody out that they had no interest in on a dare but it will come up like oh i dare you to ask her all right i will
4: well, unless you're in a situation where you're an actual dick.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I well, am. Well, like,
4: like, like a she's all that situation, you know, like where it's like a joke.
0: And she's actually pretty underneath.
4: Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's what always happens.
4: Uh,
2: always.
0: <laughs> uh, any other final thoughts, Kevin, before we sign off?
2: Uh, you know, I just love the episode. Uh, I like what's coming up. And I really... But the, the two seasons of the grassy eye to me are just fantastic but this is a nice segue into the rest of the, of uh, season three
0: Courtney, you just sent me something
1: <laughs> yeah
0: oh my god <laughs> Courtney, you get the prize yes Woo! Courtney okay. just sent me a picture of it says here abercrombie and sweet it- violet but it's not abercrombie it was it was a- aloysha's
4: are okay, he, are, I think I think so too, but maybe I like I'm I'm willing to admit I'm wrong if it's Amber. It
0: actually says Ambercrombie on the side of the on the side of the truck too. Okay.
4: Yeah,
1: and yeah. they both look fucking crazy. And yes, it looks like a crazy big bird made out of rags with bo- googly eyes. I'm 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 gonna
0: save it and I'll post it at Narble's podcast and yeah. and actually at my own Twitter too at Slip with Five eyes. I'm totally sharing this and on Instagram. Fucking sweet Violet and Aloysius going everywhere.
4: Said now, I'm not sure, you know, like, I, it could be Abercrombie.
0: I distinctly remember Aloysius. For Canada.
4: I remember Aloysius too. Would you like, maybe I'm just misremembering, though. That's they were what, like maybe in... it's, oh, Mandela effect. It's the Mandela effect.
0: No, they were they were like, oh, in Canada, we can't call him Abercrombie, but we have a Alouette, Jean Ti Alouette. Let's call him Aloysius. <laughs> I'm so excited I found
4: that. I have memories of it either being Abercrombie or. Aloysius. I'd like The to fucking know. bird,
1: whoever one that is, looks fucking
4: When you're a five year old, it's so confusing. Jesus, it's like terrifying.
1: I think it, this looks like what John Burton would dress up as because he was a <laughs> big bird.
0: <laughs> Look, everyone on Big Bird. Woo! <laughs>
1: <at my> <laughs> Kevin, I wish I could send this to you right now. You'll have to check it out. <laughs>
2: you can email it to me. Uh, oh, we, will. we will. We will. God, I want to see you.
4: Well, yeah, you should also good, try man. to find a picture of Icky and Sicky and send that. Yes,
0: over. I want to see Icky oh, right. and Sicky. Like,
2: this yeah. couple, this couple is probably just as terrifying as these fictional uh, <laughs> characters.
0: Yeah, Kevin, if you can find me Icky and Sicky, I'll post it as well along with Aloysius, sure. please. I'm
3: curious,
0: Yeah. I'll find. Uh, so <laughs> we we come off this home run. We're about to get into back to back jacks with the next two episodes, <laughs> taking off parts one and two. Uh, we are hoping that this will be an all star edition with. James and Ted and Barry joining me, Arlo and Courtney. So it's going to be a hoot, Nanny. When we talk it's about to we'll, great, we got we'll have Port Hope we'll to
4: host it with an iron fist to make sure it <laughs> keeps on track.
1: Will it be please, over
0: over under ninety minutes, what do you per episode? <laughs> Fuck, that's an
1: easy one. That's <laughs> an easy one. And can Kevin, I, feel we'll free to send us some some facts so we have. I will, can I make
2: one comment about taking off? Yes, I know you. So so what I understand. Mike doesn't know uh, Wheels' birthday, but in Parents' Net in season one, he knew exactly where he was born, what time he was born, and he had the birth necklace. <laughs> so when he sends the fucking postcard, he says, hey, buddy, or hey, whatever he's, whatever. Hey, uh, oh, oh, big guy. very favorite, know favorite line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you know, all of a sudden, he doesn't know what his fucking birthday is.
0: Oh, well, it's it's a big guy. guy. it's Mike Nelson. Yeah.
2: By the way, <laughs> Wheels and I were born at the same hospital, Toronto East General.
0: Fyi. Oh, nice. Oh, beautiful.
2: And I've got a photo of some of Wheels' uh, his house, so I can send that
0: too. <laughs> I was going to say you have a photo of the two of you in like the maternity ward, like in <laughs> different <laughs> booths, <laughs> giving a thumbs up. He's got a mullet.
1: And his mom is handing him away in the photo, but your mom isn't.
2: <laughs> 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 the wheels. His diapers are tight
0: oh god R.I.P. in peace <laughs> Please. Neil Hope oh yes, yeah. sorry Neil Hope I love
1: you
0: uh, so there we go that'll be next week so again thank you thank you so much Kevin and, and uh, we, we'll like you know what we're going to go through a whole season of Degrassi High so I'm pretty sure we're going to have you back if you're willing to join us Thanks. again we didn't ruin this for you thank you very much and uh, you have no social medias but I will make sure any facts that you give me that I cite them on future episodes as well
1: absolutely
0: i am on twitter and F- facebook
1: fuck facebook
0: i'm on twitter and instagram <laughs> slip with uh, five switch. eyes or slip <laughs> i totally i totally screw up like courtney with my social media
1: i have totally taken my stick you take my accent and now you take my stick oh. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: and i am on instagram courtney1293 fuck i think there's a dot in there somewhere whatever <laughs> and check us out uh, our podcast At Narbo's and Broomhead's podcast On the IG And I think I'm going to put up a poll Who uh, does the best Melanie accent
0: As the best Melanie oh. of the tour huh.
1: no. We should do
0: a speech huh. On why you should vote for me As the best oh. Melanie <laughs> I forgot I Alo, you can go now
4: Thank Hello. you. Uh, I'm Arlo. You can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. I just posted a new picture today of my new mask.
1: Oh, it oh I was going to say your new butt. Oh,
4: no. <laughs> not that. Unless you think my face is a butt. I don't. I like uh, It has rainbows and unicorns, so make sure you follow me for that. And uh, Kevin, thank you so much for being here. It's awesome to trade some facts with someone who <laughs> knows what they're talking about instead of these Narbos. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs>
2: Thanks again. I really had a good time. Thank
0: you. All right, everybody. See you in a week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Well, I said I don't
0: get my ups.
3: I would not do my homework. I would stay up late and dream about getting I would never get girls out of my house Maybe I would I would walk around again They got Without you getting to car my dream Everyone thinks I'm so good And we're crazy Hector's goal Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah